welcome to Unashamed, a Smut Lovers podcast where we just want to talk about smut. I'm Courtney. And I'm Kelsey. And we are doing another read along. Woo! Uh, this is The Wall of Winnipeg and Me, a novel by Mariana Zapata. And Kelsey said it came highly recommended. Yeah, so I, Courtney said she was in the mood for a grumpy sunshine. So I went in, you know, to do my little searchy search that I do when I'm looking for a new book. And there was a thread that was somebody looking for a grumpy sunshine that like checked all the fucking boxes, right? Like the way that this person asked for a book, I was like, yes, that's exactly what I need. And I looked and there were like five or six highly recommended comments saying the wall of Winnipeg and me. And so then I went to the book. Of course, that's the next step. The blurb sounds really like the plot sounds really good. The blurb is in third person, so it's a little hard for me. But um, essentially, she has been his personal assistant for the past two years. He is um, he's a football player, but it's the National Football Organization. So I think it's just like a twist on it so that she like covered her copyright bases and whatever, you know? Yeah. Uh, either way, he's a professional athlete and she's his assistant. Yeah, and, and he's a Yeah, so she quits and then he comes back asking her to not only be his assistant but to get more personal, according to the blurb. Um, also, the reviews are really good on this book. It has 33,000 reviews, over 33,000 reviews, and it's at four and a half stars. Which is really good for a book. Yeah, um, and I was, like, wondering if it was spicy or not. It literally says that it's a spicy romance. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to dive in. Uh, Our midway point for me is Chapter 17, so. Hold your horses, Courtney. (laughs) I'm excited. I haven't read a Grumpy Sunshine book in a while. That is Like a good one. I've read some, but they've left me wanting. That's 52 for me. 16 is the midway point for me. Okay, we'll go by yours. Oh. Um, so, yeah, if you are reading along with us, go ahead and read until chapter 16 and then come back. Pause here. Okay, we're back. Yes. Kelsey kind of has got n- not a whole lot of voice today, so... I actually just ate some spicy soup, so I'm doing okay for right now. You'll make it through? Yeah. This morning, I had absolutely no voice. Last night, I had absolutely no voice. I don't even know if I'm sick. I think that um, I don't because I've been thinking like I probably should stop vaping. I don't know. Because that, I think, was why mine stayed gone for so long that week that I had like no voice yeah because I've been thinking that for a little while now and then my cough has just been getting worse and worse and now I'm wondering like am I actually sick like I don't yeah. know yeah um I really am enjoying this book so far I it is not what I would consider a grumpy sunshine because she's just like a normal person. She's not like overly bubbly or anything like that. But um, taking that aspect aside, I think it is overall a very good book so far. 
Yeah, I experienced a lot of disappointment when I first started reading it because I was really, really wanting a grumpy sunshine book. And I read this and I was like, who's the sunshine? Yeah. And there isn't one. Uh, he's he's not even necessarily like he's a grumpy, I guess, but he's more indifferent to everybody. Like he just doesn't care about anything or anyone. And like that's the whole premise of this book is like, so she has been working with him for two years as his assistant. And I don't really get some of her gripes about him. Like I get it. Like he's not the best boss and he's kind of like an overgrown toddler. Like he can't even keep track of his own shoes and stuff. But like some of the things that she griped about and she was like, well, he didn't even remember my birthday. Like why would you expect him to? He doesn't pay you to be your friend. Like I, yeah, I mean, at the same time, like if you're spending seventy hours a week with someone and they can't even take the time to tell you hello or respond when you say good morning or tell you happy birthday or you know a- anything like that, and they do things maybe not intentionally to make your life harder, but definitely not to make your life any easier. But they don't I, I pay you to make your life easier. You are being paid to make their life easier. Right. I get I get it. And she, you know, had said, like, he's not a bad boss, but, like, I just don't want to work in an environment where, like, he doesn't give a shit about me. Like, I've been with him constantly for two years, every single day for two years, and, like, he still doesn't give a single shit about me. Yeah. You know? like, and No, she I mean. Her ass off for him. And told him that she was quitting and he was like, let Trevor know. Like, didn't didn't give a fuck. Let people talk shit about her. Like, I'm sorry. Like, if somebody was working directly with me for two years, every single day, all day long, like, I would at least be friendly towards them, you know? Well, I mean, I would too. But also, I feel like if you shouldn't expect it either. Because if she had gotten another, like, big assistant job it likely would have been close to the same maybe a little bit more cordial but i i feel like this is on par i I feel like uh, you should expect somebody to be kind to you when you've been with them doing a good job for them i wouldn't necessarily expect a kindness because you're not there to be their best friend you're there to work for them and you're getting paid handsomely she made good money from what she said but uh so she finally quits. She starts up a graphic design business, which good for her. Good for her having goals. Good for her starting a business all on her own, too. That's why she worked for him for so long was because she wanted to save up, I think it was a year's salary. And then so she had like the room to start her business and everything. Yeah. So, you know, great for her. And then I think it's a few weeks later. She gets a knock on the door and he's like, hey. I need you to come back. And she just flat out says no. And I really like that, that she stood her ground every time he came. He came like a bunch of times. And she was like, I do not want to work for you. And she was really nice about it, too. Like, I mean, if I was feeling as badly as she felt about him, I would have just let loose. and been like, you're kind of a piece of shit. Like, this is how I feel about you because you no longer supply me with any sort of compensation to be nice to you. Like, I would have gone off. But um, she was very cordial about it. She said no a bunch of times. And then finally he comes and he's like, hey, so my visa is going to expire because he's Canadian. That's why he where he gets the nickname, the Wall of Winnipeg. 
is he is Canadian. They do play American football in yeah. the States. They're in Texas. So uh, then he's like, why don't we just get married? And she's like, that is fucking illegal. So no, I don't want to work for you. I definitely don't want to marry you. Uh, you're not worth any of what's going to happen. But then he offers to pay off her student loans, which uh, are enormous, and also buy her a house. So stability, security, all of that sort of thing. And her uh, resolve kind of crumbles, which I feel it, girl. Uh, but here's the thing is some of the way he described her, he was like, oh, like, you don't bother me. Like, everybody else is a bother. You're She's not a bother. Asshole. Yes. But here's the thing she is not the real her when she worked for him as an assistant you can see it every time she has an interaction with her she's counting in her brain which is like she's like one two three four five. and like she has to stop take a bit like i have to do that with my kids when i get angry so that i don't blow a gasket like she's not being the real her she's being as patient and like giving herself an ulcer trying to not stress herself out over this man it's <laughs> he's like well you know you're so you're so calm and like you can handle the situation and she's like yeah not really like this poor woman if she was in real life would probably have an ulcer and an anxiety disorder like just working yeah. for him for how much he stressed her the fuck out and so I just think that it's really ironic that all of the things he admires and like wants her so which right now it's not even sexual, but it's just he's like all of these things. And that's not even who she is because we see her point of view. We haven't seen his, but we see hers and she is in a constant state of stress by, from this man. Yeah, she's constantly like, don't blow up, don't blow up, don't blow up, don't blow up. Like, And that's how she is with everybody that she deals with. She's just like a little ball of stress. Like, She's just const on the edge of don't blow up, don't blow up, you know? And even the times where she's like, I'm going to fucking blow up, and then she's like, speaks her mind, it's still not a real blow up. Like, I think at some point she's going to lose her shit. And too, I think it's coming soon. Yeah. I think it's coming soon because he said something to her fucking awful right before um oh my phone just buzzed. I hope that didn't come through. Um right before uh the midway point where he was like uh I'm not paying off your student loans and buying you a house for you to act like this. Like if I wanted somebody to nag me, I would have found a real wife, which is fucked up because part of the deal that they made was that they would try to have a friendship that he would be a friend to her and that was part of their vows that he said he was taking seriously was to be a friend to her and um i know he doesn't like and, and that's another thing is they worked together for two years and he knows nothing about her he swears he does but he really doesn't and like i don't know i just feel like you would know a little bit about your employees at the very least you know he had to google what her last name was or like look up what her last name was before yeah he went over he knows out. about her is from the background track when she was hired so yeah he doesn't know anything about her and so obviously he doesn't know what her home life is but she's hinted at it enough with him in the time that they're being like quote-unquote friends to know that like she didn't have the best um environment growing up 
like she made the comments at the hotel. Like I, I've never stayed in a place like this before. And, um, you know, it's just something that I, um, like would have loved to experience as a kid and like never got to. And like he said, well, you could have invited your family. And she like mentioned that she doesn't really have a great relationship with her family and, you know, things like that. Like she said enough for him to have clued in at least a little bit to why it could have been a big deal that he last minute bailed on her to go see her family. Because his old coach came to town, which I guess that is like one of the three. He said that he only cares about three people in this entire world. And I'm assuming the old coach is one of them because as it's been stated multiple times, that man gets a birthday gift. So, um, yeah. And Leslie seems like an all right dude. That was one of my questions. So we got uh, all my questions answered right before the midway point. I texted Courtney when I was at like 42% and I was like, I have questions. <laughs> and they all got answered before the midway point. So um, Susie is her sister. It's mentioned multiple times like Susie is a fucking problem, but not who Susie oh. is. Oh, you, um, you, you cut out. Oh. So I'll just repeat that then. <laughs> so Susie is a problem. Um, it's mentioned multiple times who Susie or like that Susie is a problem, but not who Susie is. And that's her sister who was apparently horrible to her. We don't have the full scope of details, but Susie did something to hurt her knee. Um, I thought it was going to be the pushing her down the stairs incident that she talked about. But no, she broke her arm when she got pushed down the stairs. So we don't know what exactly happened with the knee issue. And then um, Leslie, the whole time it was talked about like, he cares about Leslie. He gets Leslie a birthday gift. Like, I'm jealous of Leslie, blah, 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 blah. When come to find out Leslie's actually his old coach. So we know who Susie is now. And we know who Leslie is now. Leslie seems like an all right dude. Um, but we don't really have the full scope of that either. Yeah. And Susie was also the catalyst for her... And her siblings ending up in foster care. Uh, not te I, technically, it was the mom. So I, the mom was an addict, I think. And so Susie had pushed her down the stairs, broken her arm when she was a kid, and and this is after years of bullying and abuse and stuff like that from the sister that I'm assuming never really gets addressed because the mom just invites her over like it's no problem. Anyway. So Susie breaks her arm. She ends up at the hospital and hours and hours and hours go by and nobody can get a hold of her. So CPS finally gets involved. They end up taking the kids. And so essentially Susie is kind of the catalyst for them all ending up separated. She ends up going to a foster home. I, I want to say this wasn't her for, I don't know how, how long she was in foster care for, but she, I, think, I think they said four years. But then they did go back with their mom for just a short amount of time before she turned uh, 18 and went to college. Right. So she still has a relatively decent relationship with her foster parents. She went and had dinner with them. She had flown back to El Paso, uh, which is her hometown. To She had dinner with her foster parents. And then she went to her mom's birthday party where her sister Susie and her husband were. And her husband, something happened. It that it kind of chops up for me. Like the scenes are so weird because I don't feel like I feel like it's done intentionally though. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it is. I think, like, we'll probably get the full story later, but it's so it like ends where she you know the mom is like well please don't make a fuss whatever like you know just get through it and then later she's like you know three hours or two hours is all it took for me to storm out she ended up with bruises on her arm from the husband grabbing her her sister's husband and like she goes straight back home and then she ends up in that huge fight she gets her hair done with her best friend then ends up in that huge fight with uh, the hair done though is not a part that we can skip over either though so her best friend diana um that like that's why the ricky situation that's Susie's husband that's why the ricky situation and the diana situation is so important because she saw bruises on diana's hips that matched the bruises she had on her arm from ricky which means that somebody put their hands on Diana. She's been suspicious of Diana's boyfriend this whole time and didn't like him. And when she asked her about it, she said that she ran into the counter. And so Vanessa's like, why would you have a hand-shaped bruise on you if you ran into the counter? And so um, she didn't say it in so many words, but she was just like, don't fucking lie to me. And then she lied anyways, which sent her into an even worse mood. So when Aiden came up ask, asking, like, what is wrong? I didn't do anything wrong. She was like, dude, like, let it go. I'm telling you right now, like, let it go. And he didn't let it go, didn't let it go. And that's when she kind of went off on him a little bit. Like, yeah, I am disappointed in you that you bailed on me last minute. And that's when he said... If I wanted a wife that would nag me, I would have found a real wife. I'm not paying off your student loans and buying you a house for you to act like this. So that's kind of – we left off with him knocking on her door and her, like, basically giving him the fuck you of ignoring him. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm excited to dive back in. It is a really good book. It's just – I was disappointed at the onset. But it's okay because it's still a good book. I see why it's highly rated. Yeah, 33,000 reviews. <laughs> you can usually tell that it's probably decent <laughs> when you get into those kind of numbers. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited to dive back into. Um, if you are reading along with us, go ahead and go to the end of the book and come back. Pause here. Okay, we're back. Yes. It is early Monday morning. Again. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like this book. Really? I did. I thought it was a little too slow, um, which is weird for me. I, well, okay. I'm not going to say it was a little too slow because I like the slow word. I thought that it was not spicy enough. Yeah. There's slow burn. And then this reminds me of like a Nora Roberts book or like this is a mom book club book okay. where it has like one half-ass sex scene and like the spice is there but it's not good i feel like you're giving moms a bad name it's not okay listen because we're mom you know what i'm talking about though yeah i mean like if you mean prudes just say that i'm just kidding <laughs> so yeah no i agree like the smut was not good like the sex the spice was not good the rest of it, though, like, the romance aspect of it was good, but I like a slow burn. Yeah, I just, this one was too slow for me. Here's the thing. It was well written. I don't want to, 
be misleading here. It's not that the book itself was really bad. It's just it it wasn't for me. And that's okay. It's okay that it wasn't for me. Like yeah, I, I mean, I can do slow burn, but I can't do this was too slow for me. And it's the romance even was just it wasn't my favorite. I it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. I liked it well enough. I was fine reading it. I finished it right away. Um, I just had other shit going on, man. That's which why it's Monday now. Um, but yeah, I mean, I liked it well enough. I like slow burns. So if if a book is too fast, it doesn't feel genuine to me. Um, I don't know. So that's, I mean. That part didn't bother me. I did not like the spice in it. It was not um, enough or, like, well done, like you said. But otherwise, I thought the book was fine. And I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the epilogue was nice. Um, years later, they get married. Uh, she she has twins, I think. Or yeah. not twins, sorry, two children with him. And he wins the Super Bowl. Yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, it was okay. It was it was fine. And this had a lot of really good reviews. So if there are people out here who do like books like this, this is the perfect book for you. It's just not my thing, and that's okay. Yeah, we need more sex. I want to. I I would have even been happier if there had been just a little bit more foreplay. Yeah, <laughs> within this book, not I even wanna... like full blown sex, but just some sort of sexual chemistry. Because when they finally did do a sex scene, it was like he touched her a little, and then he was like in it to win it. And uh, it was. It felt like the scene itself was super rushed, even though it took ninety percent into the book to get there. It, more than that, I think we were like ninety something percent. It was wild. I think it was like ninety-five yeah, percent was the sex scene. Um, yeah. So, so another thing is, is it was like very falsely advertised. Like this was not a grumpy sunshine. This was not a spicy book. This was not like any of the things that it advertised that it was. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's okay. I still like the book. It just wasn't uh, at all what. I was hoping for or Courtney was hoping for. So um hopefully I can redeem myself. <laughs> now I'm gonna be Courtney. Just call me Courtney. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, it was fine. It was okay. I just I don't know. And I, I don't know what we're doing next week. I don't think we've chosen yet. No. Kelsey had a really busy week and I was kind of off in La La Land this last week. So anyways, I it'll be a surprise and we'll work it out and you may get sexy sleepy voices on Monday mornings um for a little bit, but eventually we'll get our shit back together. So thank you guys so much for listening. Bye.